Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Pillow Talk with Caleb and Ann Paris. Tonight, we're so excited to sit down with you and talk about deal breakers versus deal makers. What are the similarities that have held Caleb and I together? What are some of our differences and how do we handle those differences? But before we get into those topics, I would like to give an awesome shout out to our friend, Justin Streck. If you're listening to our podcast and you've heard our intro music, it was created by him and he's amazing. Justin Streck works at Lava Sound Studios and you can find them online or on Facebook and he is amazing at what he does. He's worked for some of the biggest companies out there. Okay, so first of all, I want to say thank you for coming back. Um, we are not professionals. We're actually in our closet right now. Um, we should shout out to some of the people who commented on our last oh, one. Oh yeah, we should. Okay. So big shout out to Alyssa Steinbrook. Yeah, girl. Thanks for listening. We love you. <laughs> we do. If I can give you a... Oh, well, the people don't know about it, my Star Trek thing, but Alyssa, you know what that means, so... <laughs> you know. You know. Inside joke. Yes. Um, I, while I'm talking about Alyssa, I should also say Megan Ryan, who I know for sure listened to it. Thank you, Megan. Thanks, Megan. My uncle, Mark Elam. <laughs> should I not say he's my uncle? <laughs> it sounds... Sounds bad if only my family members yeah. are listening. I want to thank my mom, my dad, <laughs> my cousins. Well, you know what? He's a great guy, and he won FBI Person of the Year. Oh, snap. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so. We'll get into that some other time. Yeah. Oh, and the person that I do remember that commented, not only did she comment, but she shared it on her Facebook wall is my friend, Leslie. Leslie Thompson, you're awesome. I'm so thankful that um, our podcast was your first podcast ever i feel so honored right now like thanks leslie oh my gosh leslie gosh talk about a friend and i want to say thank you to kayla spears brown you are one of my good friends from rsu and uh what's really cool is in your comment you have a story about how you and your husband first started dating and broke up and got back together so similar to how Jennifer and i did yeah that is so crazy Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think that's it because it's too many. What about Crystal? We'll get her next time. Crystal, (laughs) Crystal, you shared it. Thank you, Crystal. Caleb, we're not including that. Oh, Leslie shared it too. I know. I already did that. Did you say that she shared it? Yes. Are you listening to anything that I'm saying? Well, I guess I'm just thinking about what I'm going to say next. Today we're talking about deal breakers versus deal makers, which we made up that term, deal makers. Hope you like that. Um, And we're talking about things that attracted us to each other, Mm -hmm. things that repel people from each other. Um, And so along with that comes ways that we're similar and ways that we're very different. And uh, later we're going to get into how do we handle when we butt heads about our differences. But before we get into that, we just want to mention a little show that has been going viral from Netflix oh my called Tiger, Tiger King. King. <laughs> you guys, uh, if you haven't watched it, um, feel free to watch it, but then don't come back and hate on me. Oh, no, okay? you're going to love it. Okay, you might love it. It's and you got might so hate many it. ups and downs and twists and turns. It's crazy. 
there's like no formula to this documentary. It just kind of happened. And it just seems all made up. And somehow um, it all happened in Oklahoma, which if you... Some of it happened in Florida. Yeah, some of it did happen in Florida. <laughs> but if you do not know us, we are from Oklahoma. And I just want to clarify, we are not Tiger King, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> We're Garth Brooks, Oklahoma. Yes, we are definitely <laughs> Garth Brooks, Oklahoma. The only reason I'm talking to you about the Tiger King is because I stumbled onto a little quiz and it was all about figuring out what character on Tiger <laughs> King you resembled the most. Now, let me warn you. Everyone on Tiger King is terrible. You really don't want to be anybody on you Tiger don't. King. You don't. Like the one normal person lost her arm in Tiger King. Oh. So everybody else is just kind of crazy. So here I am excited to take the Tiger King quiz. And I'm like, okay, I wonder who I'm going to be. Turns out I got Joe Exotic. He's the Tiger King. He's by the, the way. Tiger King. <laughs> and I was just so shocked. Like, how in the world? Did I get Tiger King? So I, of course, had a little laugh to myself and I just couldn't believe it. And then I was like, Caleb, you've got to take. So I took the quiz, take quiz and I got Carol Baskins, who turns out is the Tiger King's mortal enemy. Yep. They hate each other. And I mean, like, hate each other. Yeah. And so if that tells you anything about Caleb and I. We don't hate each other, but no. we are polar opposites. Yeah. I'm apparently Joe Exotic, and he is a Carol Baskins. And I'm a nice lady in Florida who may or may not have murdered her husband and fed him two tigers. Okay. She totally murdered him, but that's not what we're going to talk about. So that's how different we are. If I, if I like cold, Caleb likes warm. Um, it just seems to happen that way. We tend to go polar opposite directions when it comes to anything. But the awesome thing was that we have a lot of great similarities. And that's what we're going to be talking about next. Initially, when Caleb and I met each other, we were instantly physically attracted to each other. I mean, you that's... say that again. <laughs> I mean, that's just something that comes naturally. For me, I feel like you have to be physically attracted to them. This is the person you're going to be looking at. But over time, that will start to fizzle like... If they don't have a great personality, all of a sudden those physical attributes will not make up for for those other things. But for me, I wanted to make sure that underneath the idea of being attracted to this person, that we had a really strong foundation. So Yin and I have a lot of similarities. And when we were dating, there were some things that really stood out to us as super important that we knew we needed in a spouse. And... Um, we're calling those our deal makers. We're just going to talk about kind of like our top three things. And the first one definitely has to be the biggest one of all is our belief in God. Yes. And that's something that affects every part of our lives. So we both knew that we uh, were looking for someone who had that same belief system because there's no way that we were going to be able to do everyday life together to merge our um, finances, our uh, parenting, our um, just kind of like everyday life choices together. We're going to merge that together with someone who didn't share that same belief system. I remember having a conversation with Caleb when we were just friends and um, 
we weren't even talking about each other. We were talking, we were just having a natural conversation about who were the kind of people that we were both pursuing. And one of the things that Caleb shared with me, which I thought was so beautiful and probably one of the things that attracted to me was that he was looking for someone who was pursuing God for themselves, not for their spouse, meaning that they had built their own relationship with Christ by themselves. And so I remember hearing that and thinking in my head, wow, I love that this guy is doing his own work. He's not only going to church and letting the church feed him, but he's actually getting to his Bible and really looking up scripture, joining men's group, and just wanting to learn and grow deeper in that relationship with God. So that was extremely important to me. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're not going to be able to give each other everything that that the other person needs. Um, I mean, yeah. only God can do that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, you cannot be my source of happiness and I cannot be your source for happiness. So we have to go back into the Bible and allow Jesus to fulfill us deeply so that we're not putting those types of expectations on our significant others. Another thing that was really important to both of us was spending time with our family. Both Unifer and I have really good relationships with our families and we love spending time with our siblings and our parents and uh, aunts and uncles and cousins. Yes. And so we knew that when we got married and had kids, that that other person was going to want to be there and spend time with our new family as well. Mm -hmm. I also realized that um, that getting to know the person who I was dating within their family setting was important. Being able to watch Caleb um, interact with his siblings to see um, him talk to his nieces or nephew could help me imagine what he would be with our kids. It also helped to watch Caleb interact with his mom to just see the respectful way that he interacted with her. I felt that that was super important to me at the time. And it continues to be important to me. And I think the final thing we'll talk about and as far as similarities go is that we both talked about kind of what we saw in our near future. Mm -hmm. And we had the same goals. We yeah. wanted to stay here in Oklahoma. We were yeah. close to our friends and family in our church. Yes. And we talked about that we wanted to buy a house, mm -hmm. um, that we wanted to have kids. Yes. Yes, that was an extremely important factor for me. I wanted to have children. So I wanted to make sure that the person that I was with also wanted children. That's not a conversation you want to leave for after marriage. But deal makers were something where I was like, oh, man, if this person has these already built in, this routine of going to church, of spending time with his family, or at least having some kind of relationship with his family, and has the same plans as I do, then we would start off on a good note, despite our differences. Which we have a lot of differences. We, we do. are polar opposite people in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, but, you know, I think a lot of marriages are like this. You, mm -hmm. we, we're strong where the other one is weak. Yes, you, it seems that opposites seem to be attracted to each other. And that's definitely how we are. Um, if you know us, then you probably know just how opposite we are um and sometimes that's like super 
fun. Super fun. And sometimes it's not so fun. So <laughs> how do you handle a relationship whenever you're you're so opposite? Yeah. So Yin, you and I came up with um, kind of like a few ground rules for when we have a disagreement. These are things that we're, we both agreed we're going to stick to. Yes. These are our unwritten rules like yeah so the the first thing that we talked about was that no matter how upset we get no mm -hmm. matter what the other person does no matter um what happens yes we're not going to use the d word the d word do not use it and we're talking about the word divorce, divorce. Ooh. The word divorce. I knew that once I got into a relationship where I was married, I wanted to make sure that the word divorce was not going to be a boomerang. I'm not just going to fling it, fling it in the air, fling it like halfway through our argument and just expect, expect it to be okay. Yeah. And I want to say um, we're... We're not trying to bash anyone who has ever gotten a divorce. We're not a against people who have. Um, that happens. And we love each of you who have gone through a divorce. Um, we know several people who have. But that's, of course, never the goal when you get married. And so we just said, hey, if it's not our plan to get divorced, then we're going to take it out of our voc vocabulary and not even give ourselves a chance to think about it when we're upset. So. Yes. That was the reasoning behind that. Yes. Um, but for me, I knew that it could be a natural tendency if I didn't watch myself to be upset and say, you know what? I don't have to put up with this. Like, I can find someone better. I can find someone that doesn't treat me this way and just lay the word divorce down. And so I told myself, nope, I have to draw a strong boundary and not even let my mind go to it. Instead, my mind now goes to how can I fix this? How can we compromise? How can we talk through this? Um, and I feel like it has also um, allowed me to feel a sense of peace and security in my marriage because I know that no matter how upset um I may cause my spouse to be or even disappointed, um, he will still love me and that I will never have to fear that he's just going to turn around and say, hey, we should get a divorce. So that always really yeah. comforts me. Yeah, there's there's a trust that we have in each other with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so the next thing that we also agreed on is that when we get upset and we get into a disagreement, an argument, that we're not going to yell at each other and scream at each other <laughs> yep again natural tendencies <laughs> i'm latin and i'm not blaming this <laughs> on my latin side but i have to admit i can get pretty fiery i will say that i do not yell i'm not a yeller but i do feel myself bubbling up and if you're friends with me then you have heard me use the term red meaning sometimes i get so mad all i see is red like i'm just oh i'm just so heated up i want to say these things and um <clears throat> but laying down that foundation of like hey we're not yelling well and both of us and anybody ha you know has the you, you, anyone can get just kind of so worked up that your voice gets louder and louder and you're trying to get your point across yes. to the other person. You're like 
can you are you not hearing me? I need to get louder. <laughs> yeah, and you're trying to talk over them at some mm-hmm. some points. And we've even caught each other at times and said, Hey, hey, I feel like you're raising your yeah, voice a little bit. You're raising your voice at me. And yeah. And usually we don't even realize it when it, we're doing it. And yeah. but we check each other and we hold each other accountable. And that's, we know that that's something that I've, I agreed I wouldn't do that. And so if the other person says, Hey, you're getting loud, then it's a permission. It's like, we give each other permission to, to hold our, hold each other accountable. Yes. Even yes. Because I know that, I mean, we both have been in that situation where we're so frustrated with one another and we do start kind of raising. And I mean, by raising our voice, like, I don't want you to imagine yelling. We don't even get to that extreme. Um, but we'll look at each other and say, like, hey, can you talk to me? Like, can you lower your voice? Like, the volume doesn't need to be full blast. And whenever he says that to me, when he has said it to me, I've never been like, how dare you? You know, it's always been like, oh, okay, he's right. Like, I need to take a deep breath so we could actually talk and try to mm. compromise together. Yeah. And I mean, we have plenty of fights and arguments just like every other marriage. Yeah. Couple. Like, we're not perfect, guys. We, I mean, <laughs> but yeah. uh, these are just a couple of things that we've been doing that have, you know, just helped us have a little bit of self control over ourselves. Mm-hmm. It has helped us de escalate and extend some grace to one another. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, the next thing that we do is no name calling. So we don't call the other person, uh, you know, yep. a, a dummy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> Any other kind of derogatory names that you can think of. We're not shouting those at each other. We're not calling each other those names. Um, and that's just, that's not going to get us any further down a path of, down a good path towards figuring out a solution to the problem. That's just going to get the other person feeling worse and worse. And yeah. Jennifer, you said this, we can't take back those things. Yeah, no. And some of those things can be really hurtful. Yes, they they leave scars, guys. Whenever we choose to use name calling as a tool to win an argument, we're actually kind of digging and at that person and we're we're just hurting them. We're degrading them in a way that we can't fill that those holes back up, you know, like, so name calling is just not a tactic that I'm about. Using the rule to not use any derogatory names really helps with this last rule, which is going to bed together. It doesn't matter how big the argument was or how intense it was, or even if we haven't found the resolution we always try to kind of get to to a level of respect for one another and we still go to bed together. And that might sound a little crazy um, because there's been times where one of us has felt. Oh, I'll say I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the worst at this one. Um, I'm kind of the first person to give the cold shoulder and um, just walk away and try to sleep on the couch or something Mm. but yin is the bigger person and she i inevitably for me i have had i've had plenty of opportunities to practice forgiving someone so for me i just always think you know 
is it really worth missing my husband at night? Like, is he really get, has he really gotten me that upset that I don't want to sleep with him? And um, 99% of the time, I'm always like, yeah, just, you know, just put your big girl panties on, go find him, tell him that you're sorry, and that tomorrow you'll find a better resolution and just get to bed, like, just do it. And um, you know what? We do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yin is really good about that. I just would hate to know that he's in another room and he's still upset. And then you're in your bed alone and you're miserable and you're probably crying and you're just like kind of reviewing that argument you're having. Like, why not turn around and tell them like, hey, it's been a tough day. I know that we aren't at a resolution, but let's just go to bed. We'll talk about this in the morning. So those were our four rules when it comes to how to handle our disagreements. Caleb and I are completely different. And I know some of you may relate to that. So, you know, comment back on this uh, on this podcast episode. Tell us what are some of the deal breakers that you guys have had and what are your deal makers? Yeah, especially if you're still in that dating phase. And for our married couples out there, what are your rules for fighting fair? Um, what are some of the ground rules that you have in your marriage that you feel like has helped you over the years? And we want to give one final shout out to Justin Streck. Thank you so much for creating some awesome music for our podcast. Again, you can find him at Lava Sound Studios. And here's the one that he made for us. Oh,